Mala 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday, Thursday, the uh, 4th of ER, the 19th day in the counting of the Omer. And for all of us around the world, it is Yom Atzmaut, Israel Independence Day. Today, the 4th of ER, usually the 5th, but the 4th this year because of the proximity to Shabbos. Um, today we observe Yom Mood and we have a, a wonderful Yom Mood special to share together here at JM in the AM with special guests and more. Lots of great music, as you can imagine. Uh, in Israel, things are in full swing. It's early afternoon, and people are uh, in the midst of their Yom Mood Israel Independence Day activities, whatever that means. Getting together with family, having some wonderful barbecues, um, some wonderful gatherings, uh, just a great opportunity for everyone to uh, enjoy the day, especially coming off of Yom HaZikaron, coming off of Israel Memorial Day, and starting the celebration of Yom HaTzma'ut of Israel Independence Day. It is the 74th birthday of the State of Israel, the 74th birthday of the State of Israel. And people in my generation who remember when we were celebrating uh, 25 and 30 and 40 and 50, it is amazing and incredible that we're at 74 and getting ready to start the 75th year, which will culminate, no doubt, with amazing celebrations, please God, uh, for Israel 75 coming up next year. But today we concentrate on today, and it's Yom Atzimut 5782, Tufshin Pei Bet. Those of you out there who are in Israel, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad that we can enhance your celebration, although it must be amazing there. And those of you who are here, those of you who are in the United States of America or anywhere in the diaspora, thank you for tuning in and uh, wanting to connect to Israel and be part of the celebration uh, by sharing Yom Hatzma'ut with us and having us share our material with you. We are expecting some special guests, including Rabbi Benji Kramer, who's going to uh, analyze the Hatikva, the incredible poetic national anthem of Israel. Yishai Fleischer is scheduled to join us in the 8 o'clock hour from Israel, no doubt with some amazing perspectives regarding uh, Yom Hatzma'ut, Israel Independence Day 578. A2 and plenty more coming up. We're actually going to begin that, this segment uh, with the Declaration of Independence uh, that occurred uh, 74 years ago. David Ben Gurion, the first Prime Minister of Israel, and then continue with much more. As we say, as we say, thanks so much for joining us on this special Chag at JM in the AM. <laughs> שנתפרסמה מועצת המדינה הזמנית זכאית להעניק מסמכות זו לממשלה הזמנית לשם חקיקה תקופה. ב. הוראות החוק הנובעות מהספר הלבן משנת 1939 בטלות בזה ומבוטלות הסעיפים שלושה עשר עד חמישה עשר לפקודת עלייה אלף שעה מתערבים יחד. 
והתקנות מהשתיים עד מאה ושבעה ג' לתקנות הגנה בסוגריים שעת חירום 1945 מתפתלים בזה. תקנות, תקנות העברת קרקעות 1940 בתהילות בזה למפריע מיום כ"ט אייר תוברי צדק ט' 18 במאי 1939. כל עוד לא ניתנו חוקים על ידי מועצת המדינה הזמנית או על פיה יעמוד בתוקפו במדינת ישראל המשפט שהיה קיים בארץ ישראל ביום ה' באייר תש"ח, 14 במאי 1948 עד כמה שהדבר עולה בד בבד עם האמור במנשר הזה עם החוקים העתידים ועם השוניים הנוביים מהקמת המדינה ורשויותיה. ניתן היום ה' אייר תש"ח, 14 במאי 1948, מועצת המדינה הזמנית.
השמש לה כדבש
in the a.m. It's Yomat Smud. It is Israel Independence Day. Uh, happy birthday number 74 to the State of Israel on this Thursday morning broadcast at J.M. in the a.m. Sam Glazer's simple song for Israel. You heard Ilanit with Eretz. Hevenu Shalom Aleichem done by the Israel Army Band. Avi Toledano's Hora. Noladatila Shalom from Lahakat Hamsa. Hamsha, I believe it is. Uh, Shoresh. Um, like Hat Hamsha with um, with Nolad uh, Tila Shalom. Tila Shalom Dina done by Shoresh. Words of David Ben Gurion for the Declaration of Independence. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday, everybody. It is Yom Hatzmod. It is Israel Independence Day. No matter how you're celebrating today, recognize that today is a special day. 
74th birthday of the state of Israel, the miracle of the state of Israel. And um, that has to be acknowledged. No matter what you do or don't do on this day, that's not the relevant part. The relevant part is uh, acknowledging that today is a significant day in the modern era of uh, the Jewish people. I um, have invited Rabbi Benji Kramer for a Meir Milim segment. That will happen at the beginning of the 7 o'clock hour. Yishai Fleischer is scheduled to join us from Israel with inspiring words on this Yom Atzmud, on this Israel Independence Day. That will be in the 8 o'clock hour. And um, it goes without saying, but how could I not acknowledge that uh, I certainly miss the presence of uh, our dear friend, Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory, who would be, um, who last year, of course, did the Yamatsmud Israel Independence Day special with me, and if he was still around, would be um, heavily influencing this year's special like every single year. Our loss, but we try to move forward and to celebrate Israel together on this uh, 74th birthday. It's day 19 in the counting of the Omer, 19. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Also, remind you, today is quiz reel. Today is quiz reel to benefit Nefesh Benefesh, those of you who have not yet signed up for tonight's big uh, Jewish trivia contest, the world's largest Jewish trivia contest. Make sure to uh, sign up today at quizreel.com and participate tonight. Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. 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 We're in our New York City makeshift studio today. A rarity for the last few weeks. Usually we're uh, broadcasting from Teaneck, New Jersey, and our makeshift studio there. But we're in New York City today, and uh, one of the reasons is... Um, is um, so that we can balance our schedule properly with uh, heading to quiz reel from here, etc. because we have the elementary school and high school competitions coming up. Uh, but I do want to mention that the flag, the Israeli flag, that uh, Yosef Mutterpearl sent to us is here in this New York City studio. And we are enjoying looking at it and celebrating Israel's 74th birthday with it. And the reason I bring it up is because when uh, it was such a meaningful gesture, when our studio burnt down just a few weeks ago, uh, Yosef Mutterpearl, who uh, remembered how we, uh, we had his back when he was uh, criticized for flying the Israeli flag uh, in New Jersey at his place of business, uh, we went down to show him support and to uh, encourage him and... Um, he has returned the favor, so to speak, by replacing our Israeli flag uh, that no longer exists for uh, obvious reasons with the one that uh, he flew down at his uh, place of work. And it is much appreciated. So thank you to uh, Yosef Mutterpearl from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, so listener Tikva sent us this clip. This is a um, this is a song, Eretz Yisrael, um, which is done by the group Yonina. You know the uh, couple Yonina who has uh, amazing music and does fantastic live shows. This is something they released just recently, entitled Eretz Yisrael. On this Yom Ha'atzmaut morning, you're listening to JMAM. Feel feel free to comment on the app. Anything you want to communicate to us on this Yom Atzmaut Israel Independence Day, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Yonina on this 
Yomatsmood5782 at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, it's uh, Happy Independence Day. It's Happy Yom Atzmut. It's Yom Atzmut Sameach. It's Mo'adim Simchali Gulash Leiman, the 74th birthday of the State of Israel. That's DJ Raids with his uh, selection, a simple song for Israel. Uh, actually, he calls that um, a song for Israel, a song for Israel. Yonina before that with Eretz Yisrael. And um, I want to thank listener Tikva, who's in the... What did she write on the app? Listening in the Shomron. Listener Tikva is in the Shomron. She writes, so proud that the Prime Minister of Israel explained at the Chidon Tanach what the reason is that Halacha goes according to Beit Hillel. With all the criticism toward the Prime Minister, I'm proud to have a Prime Minister that's an Orthodox Jew. Nice comment. I like that. And by the way, if anybody has information about the... Uh, <laughs> about the Chidona Tanakh, let us know. <laughs> let us know if you have information about the Chidona Tanakh. That is, um, that's another uh, aspect of this special that our dear friend Mayer always handled in terms of getting uh, the results from the Chidona Tanakh. I assume they're available somewhere. I'm looking and searching. I haven't found it yet. But anybody out there who uh, has access, just let us know. Uh, Trucker Yitz is listening in Yerushalayim. It was amazing to see the flyovers of all the planes. I can only imagine how incredible that was. Um, and again, feel free to comment on the app with any information you may have or any uh, anything you'd like to add to our Yom Ha'atzma'ut special. Speaking of the Prime Minister... He spoke, as you can imagine, and he um, made a public presentation on this Independence Day. And he said, and I quote, 74 years of statehood has taught us that when the people of Israel are united, no one can beat us. Dear citizens of Israel, Independence Day is a day of great pride for all of us, national pride in what we've gone through together and in what we have achieved here together. The Prime Minister pointed to the high-tech industry, the healthcare system, and the opportunities provided to the periphery, saying, thank God, Israel can provide a livelihood for anyone who's looking for one. Concerning security, he stressed that even though our enemies do not rest for a moment from trying to harm us, the state of Israel is stronger than ever. The IDF, the Shin Bet, and the Mossad are intensifying at an unprecedented rate with lasers, missiles, cyber, and above all, by investing in our bold and good soldiers. As the one who bears the ultimate responsibility for Israel's security, I can tell you clearly Israel will overcome any threat from outside, near or far. We have built here a very thick iron wall in front of our enemies. The Prime Minister reiterated the message he stated on Yom Zikaron, stressing that sectarianism destroyed the Jewish state in the Second Temple period and that a sovereign and united Jewish state has never survived here for more than 80 years. Here we are in the eighth decade of the state of Israel, a decade we have never succeeded in getting through. This time we have another chance, a third chance for the Jewish people at time. This time we must, simply must succeed. We must not allow hatred to capture us, to control us. We need to see each other with a good eye, to believe that the other also wants the good for the state, even if his opinion is completely different. We should all always place the good of the state above our sector, above our self-interest. Comments of the Prime Minister of Israel on this Yom Ha'atzma'ut Day on this Israel Independence Day as we celebrate 74 years. And um, we wish Israel a happy 74th birthday as we enter year number 75, a significant anniversary to say the least. Year number 75. 
and more coming up here at JM and the AM as we celebrate together. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to join us. We'll discuss the Hatikva, the incredible poem that we know as the National Anthem of Israel. Yishai Fleischer is scheduled to join us from Israel later on. It is a Yom Atzmut morning here at JM and the AM. A big thank you to all of our sponsors, including our friends at A&H. I know that the people in Israel who are grilling all day today and are having some fantastic barbecues, boy, they know that the best and most incredible kosher hot dog is right here in these parts. <laughs> and that's courtesy of our friends at Abel's and Hyman who wish everybody a Yom Atzmut Sameach, a happy 74th birthday to the state of Israel as we continue with our Yom Atzmut special at JM in the AM.
Moshe Dats with Ani Yisraeli here at JM in the AM. It's Yom Atzmoot. We're celebrating 74 years of the State of Israel, and I thank you for tuning in and joining us, everybody. A significant day, to say the least, and everyone has to recognize that as we celebrate 74 years. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Listener Tikva says there was a, a tie in the international Bible contest that we know as Chidon HaTanach. And there are two Chatanim. So we'll say Mazal Tov to both of the Chatanim. Uh, both of the winners of the Chidon Tanakh. And if anyone has details on that, certainly feel free to post those on the app. Uh, in terms of who the winners are and where they're from. Usually there's an article that we come across. I don't know why the info is not available to us at this moment. But um, you could help us with that. If you have any information, JM and the AM, as we celebrate, I do remind you that Quiz Reel takes place to benefit Nefesh Benefesh. That's happening tonight. If you haven't yet registered for the world's largest Jewish trivia game, uh, featuring a whole bunch of incredible celebrities and a whole bunch of great prizes, make sure to do so. Go to quizreel.com and you can participate tonight. Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. Q-U-I-Z. R-A-E-L dot com. That's quizreel.com. And um, a special thank you to uh, Tura University and to El Al and to all the great sponsors that are involved. And um, it benefits Nefesh Ben Nefesh and it happens tonight. And it is the world's largest Jewish trivia game. Yeah. So feel free to join in. Register at quizreel.com. Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L. Com. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to join us. We're going to discuss the incredible poem of uh, Hatikva, which serves as the national anthem of the State of Israel. That'll be a special Meir Milim segment in the 7 o'clock hour, just a few minutes from now with uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer. Yishai Fleischer is scheduled to join us from Israel in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. No doubt he has quite a perspective as he is in Israel to celebrate, uh, I mean, he's always in Israel, but I'm saying he's there today on the day of celebration of the 74th birthday of the State of Israel. So we'll speak with him coming up right here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Let us know what you have to say on this special day as we celebrate Israel Independence Day, and we certainly remember our dear friend Mayor Weingarten. I guess uh, in a way we could say that this special is dedicated to his memory. Last year he was with me. And we um, presented what I hope was a really good, <laughs> a really, if he was here, it was probably really good, uh, a really good Yom Hatzmoot special. And uh, we are hoping that, um, that this year, even though he's not with us, that we uh, could still uh, make everybody proud. His uh, contribution to uh, programs like this was immense, as many of you know. So you remember uh, Mayor Nachum Ben David, Mayor Nachum Ben David on this Yom Hatzmoot. Um, one year later, and uh, very, very close to his first yard site, which is coming up on the 11th of uh, Sivan. Um, tomorrow morning, Malcolm Honeline is scheduled to join us. And uh, that means the weekly update will take place at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time right here at JM in the AM, and I certainly hope you will be tuned in for that. That's a Friday tradition for us here at JM in the AM. If you're not familiar with it, get familiar with it. 
It'll be a life changer for you hearing our discussion about current events. And there's a lot to discuss these days, that's for sure. I want to thank our friends at artscroll.com and remind everybody that when you go to artscroll.com, there's a rule. That rule is always use promo code radio for your discount and for your free shipping. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com where they have a bunch of great brand new selections. A lot of things that have come out since Yuntif. We'll have an opportunity to feature some of them over the next couple of weeks. Again, when you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. Simple as that. JM and the AM, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web and AlchemySegal.com and the AlchemySegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Now it's on the background with our news from Israel coming up on this Yom Ha'atzmaru. We say, Mo'adim l'simchali gulash le'ma. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Say, Boker Tov from JM and the AM. גליצל השעה שתיים, חג שמח באולפן מתן לוי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. דביר חיים מרצבך מישיבת עמית צפת והלל כהן מתיכון הרטמן בירושלים הם חתני חידון התנ״ך העולמי. בתום דו קרב צמוד השניים סיימו בתיקו בפעם הראשונה מאז 2013. ראש הממשלה נפתלי בנט אמר בתום התחרות מתח כזה אין גם בפוליטיקה. כתבתנו לענייני חינוך איילת ברון מוסיפה כי 16 נערים ונערות מהארץ ומהעולם התחרו על התואר לראשונה במתכונת מלאה מאז פרצה מגפת הקורונה. המטס המסורתי של חיל האוויר יחלוף בעוד מספר דקות בפעם הראשונה מעל חברון וגוש עציון. בשעה הקרובה המטוסים יקיימו מופעים אוויריים גם מול מבשרת ציון, בית שמש, חצור, נתיבות ושדרות. כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון דורון קדוש מזכיר שלראשונה כלי טיס בלתי מאויש ישתתף במטס, הכתבם הגדול ביותר בצה"ל, איתן. כתבתנו לענייני תעופה עינב קרנר מוסיפה שבמטס חברות התעופה הישראליות שנחת לפני מספר דקות השתתפו מטוסי ארקיע, קל ולראשונה גם חברת אייט. ברגע האחרון אל על הודיעה שלא תשתתף במטס, כנראה בשל מחאה של המכונאים. מועצת עובדי אל על גיבתה את המכונאים ומסרה כי העדיפות הראשונה היא לטפל בנושאי החברה ולא במטס הראווה של איגוד הטייסים בישראל. מחברת אל על נמסר, זהו אירוע חמור. אנו לומדים את הפרטים כדי שאירוע כזה לא יישנה. גבר בן 34 שאחז בסכינים ניסה לתקוף מספר שוטרים בבאר שבע ואיים עליהם. במהלך מעצרו של הגבר, אחד השוטרים ירה בו ופצע אותו קשה. הוא פונה למרכז הרפואי סורוקה בעיר. כתבנו בדרום רמי שני מעדכן שנפתחה חקירה לבירור הנסיבות. תחזית מזג האוויר היום צפויה ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות והן תהיינה נמוכות מהרגיל לעונה. ייתכן גשם מקומי קל, בעיקר בצפון הארץ. עדכוני תנועה לנהגים מאולפן גלגלצ, כביש 6 צפון, העמוס ממחלף נחשונים עד מחלף ניצני עוז, איילון צפון עמוס ממחלף חולון עד מחלף גילות מזרח, איילון דרום עמוס מרוקח ועד לגוארדיה, כביש גאה לצפון עמוס ממחלף חולון מזרח עד מחלף מורשה. ולסיום, יותר מ-120 אלף מטיילים פוקדים בשעה זו את הגנים הלאומיים ברחבי הארץ. עקב עומסים כבדים, קק"ל קוראת לציבור שלא להגיע לפארק גורן, למסלול בנחל השופט ולפארק רמות מנשה. לכל מאזינינו, חג עצמאות שמח, אלה החדשות שעורכת דניאל הראל, מיד בגלי צה"ל, בן וקובי, וקובי פרג' במשדר מיוחד וחגיגי, לרגל יום העצמאות. In the AM, it's our news from Israel, and this Chag Hatzmut, Sameach, uh, someone from Tzfat and someone from Yerushalayim, right? Those were the two winners 
of the Chidon Tanakh, if we have that right. I want to just make sure we actually have our Benji Kramer with us because we're using a little bit of a different phone system as we try to uh, adjust things in our makeshift studio here in New York City. Rabbi Kramer, are you with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Hear you loud and clear, and I'm glad you're there. And give me a second to remind everybody that it's the 19th day in the counting of the Omer, and we are celebrating Yom mode on this 4th of ER, usually the 5th of ER. Today's the 4th of ER, and because of the proximity to Shabbos, the proximity to Shabbat, uh, the um, celebration of Yom mode is moved to Thursday, so it's not going to be on Friday tomorrow when, God forbid, it could lead to Chilul Shabbat, and I think to the desecration of Shabbos, and I think that that is something really important for us to keep in mind, uh, to remember uh, that the state of Israel, that we uh, often, we're often not thrilled with everything that goes on there, keep in mind, everybody, that the Yom Ha'atzmut celebration is uh, brought in advance on the calendar because of the uh, proximity to Shabbat, which is... Pretty amazing. Maradina says Yeshiva Noam is the place to be today. Chag Sameach. Thank you very much for that. Um, the Chatanim are Dov Chaim Medzbach from Amit Tzvat Yeshiva and uh, Hillel Cohen from the Hartman High School in Yerushalayim. Congratulations to the two winners of the Chidon Tanach, the International Bible Contest. Rabbi Benji Kramer, who does our Meir Milim segment in memory of Mayor Weingarten and that analyzes the Hebrew language every single Monday at 9 a.m. right after JM in the a.m. He's with us live via telephone. He's rabbi of, um, of uh, he's a Rebbe, rather, an educational coordinator of uh, educational technology um, at the Shiva Flappish Joel Braverman High School in Brooklyn, New York. Rabbi Kramer, Moadim Lusimcha, Ligulash Lema, Chag Sameach to you. Moadim Lusimcha, Chag Sameach. It's an honor to be here with you. Um, obviously, we miss uh, Mayor so, so much every day, but especially on a day like today. Um, I, I'm thinking about him all the time. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, one, I, didn't, I didn't want today to turn into a memorial, even though, even though that's the way it, it feels, frankly. But it is difficult to uh, uh, to do a show like this and not think of Mayor constantly. Uh, so, Rabbi Kramer, what do you have for us this morning? So, um, the the, the um, national anthem of uh, of Israel, Hatikva has a, a pretty long and interesting history, but first I wanted to analyze the words um, and then talk a little bit about the history of the, of the anthem itself. Right. Um, we, we start off, uh, first I have to talk a little bit about the history only because it's, it's, uh, it comes from uh, Naftali Hertz Imber, who wrote a very long poem, like nine paragraphs, called Tikvatenu, and this is just the beginning of it, and it's even been changed a little bit, as we'll see. Um, he starts off, Kol'od balevav penima, as long as, literally, as the heart is inside of me, but really it means, as long as my heart is beating, nefesh yehudi homiya. The nefesh, the uh, neshama, the soul of a Jew, is homiya. Now, homiya is a reference to a pasuk in your biyahu, homeli libi, we even say in Ayan's Mirot, homeli bi el dodecha, Homiyah it means to yearn for, to to moan out in, or cry um, uh, when uh, when when I think about what we were not even sure yet. Um, and then he goes on, and he's he's sort of like hinting to his theme, but we don't really know it yet. Mizrach Kadima towards the Mizrach towards the east, 
by the way, that's uh, also a reference to the discussion in Shemot Kavzayin of the of the Mishkan of the Chatzer of the Mishkan. It says Verocha v'Chatzer lifaat keid ma'Mizracha, and he says Paate Mizrach Kadima towards the east. Ayin Litzion Sophia, the eye, uh, our eye, our collective eye is looking towards Sophia, is looking towards Zion, towards really Yerushalayim. Zion is really Yerushalayim. Um, so is that what we're yearning for? It seems that the real center line or the main line is really the next line. And in his original poem, um, Ember's original poem, that was the, the refrain that came up all the time. Old low of the tikvateinu. Our hope has never stopped. Now this is a fascinating line because it references... A, uh, and I talked about this in the Meir Milim uh, segment on Monday, it references a pasuk in Yechezkel, the dry bones that we read on Shabbat, Cholam Pesach. Uh, and the dry bones that, that uh, rep- represents Am Yisrael in our darkest time, and we know in, in the last 80 years, we, we know what, what we, we conjure up in our minds, this, this Nebuah. And he, and he was told to give Nebuah to these bones, and the bones seem to be speaking to him, and they say, Avda tikvateinu. They say, we are dried up bones, and we have no hope. And he says, that's not true. I'm going to give you a spirit. You're going to come back to Israel, and I'm going to give you a whole spirit, and you're going to come back to life. Od lo avda tikvateinu is basically what Yechazkel says to the bones, he says. Um, and then we still don't, doesn't say what the tikva is. Hatikva Shnot Alpayim, it originally said. They changed it to Hatikva Bat Shnot Alpayim to make it better Dikduk. And here comes the punchline, Liot Am Chavshi Ba'artzeinu Eretz Yom Rishlaim. The real punchline is at the very end that we should be in a democratic free country in, in our land, Eretz Tzion Yerushalayim. It's interesting that he doesn't say Eretz Yisrael, uh, and, and I'm going to discuss that in a moment. Um, but basically, to sum up, what he's saying is um, <clears throat> that we still, in the heart of every Jew, is this connection to Zion, this hope to Zion, this, uh, this idea that we have to come back to it. Now, the original actually had different lines. My father told me that when he was in Shomer Adati, they used to sing the old one, Lashuv Eretz Avotenu. The hope was to come back to Eretz Avotenu, Le'ir Ba David Chana, also a reference to Yishayahu, where it also says Ariel, Ariel, which is Yerushalayim, Kiryat Chana David, the place where David settled. But when they changed it later, and uh, the person who changed it, uh, David uh, Yadlovitz, uh, actually claims that he talked to Imber, and Imber agreed to the change. But what's interesting about the history of, of the uh, Hatikva, a couple of things, and one is like a shocking thing, I'm wondering if you know this, but uh, the, the first thing is that it, w- it was written at the end of the 1800s, right. and it, it became really big at the third, um, the third Zionist Congress. The third Zionist Congress was the one that they were voting on whether to go to um, uh, Uganda. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and a pr- as a protest to that proposal, and it was actually voted on, uh, they, because of... Um, uh, they, they sang this song at, uh, loud and clear in the middle as a protest to to that proposal. 
later on in the uh, in the early 1907, I believe they they actually voted for it to be the official uh, song. I don't know if you would call it an anthem of the Zionist Congress, and only later in 1933 did they officially vote on it to be you know the, the Zionist movement anthem, so to speak. Um, now, uh, one of the most controversial lines for for religious Jews is Liot Am Chavshi. Many rabbis talk about that, and the truth is that it's not so clear that it means what people what people think it means. First of all, in the concentration camps, many uh, Jews sang this. Liot Am Chavshi meant something totally different. And the, and the word Chavshi meaning free. Free. I'm sorry to be free, and some people think that it refers to being free from mitzvot which is not so, not really so clear that that's what he means at all, really. However, it's also interesting that in the protest against the white papers, um, the, uh, the uh, um, what, they all, what they screamed out all the time is Medina Ivrit, a Jewish nation or a, a, a Hebrew nation, Aliyah Chofshit, we want free Aliyah, we don't want to be limited. To our and it's very possible that when they changed it to the Leodam Chavshi Bartzainer, that they had that in mind as well. You know, there were other there were other national anthems that people wanted. There was a, a poem by um, Chaim Nachman Bialik. Rav Cook had a national anthem that he wanted uh, that that didn't, didn't exactly succeed. But I think the most shocking um, piece of history about Atikva. When do you think it was officially put into law that this is the national anthem? It was not the right after the state was founded? So that's what everyone thinks, but actually it was not put into law until 2004. <laughs> it was never wow. put into law. Obviously, it was obviously recognized as an right. national anthem, but it was never written into law until 2004. It's all over the internet. That, uh, it's interesting. What's interesting, uh, interesting to that, Yeah, I'm sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. No, go ahead. There are no bombs bursting. There's no war. It's all about yearning and our dream and our hope to be in Israel, to, to have that as a national uh, homeland, which it is, and, uh, and to be connected to our historic homeland. The last line I just want to say, Eretz Tzion, Yerushalayim, is just interesting to me. Like, why doesn't it say Eretz Israel? So it, when they were voting on the name of Israel, nobody knew. Even when they formed their, their testimony of people who didn't know the name of the state when they formed the state until the very last minute. What are they going to call it? <laughs> There were proposals of Sabar, there were proposals of Ever, like Ibri, and Sion was one of the proposals. Wow. And only in a vote of seven to three in this small little uh, group did they vote on Israel, Israel to be the name. So Eretz Sion, at the time that they wrote it, that might have been the name of the state. So maybe that's why they kept that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. One of the things that um, uh, I wanted to point out, based on the history you just gave us, is uh, now you know why, um, especially toward the end of World War II, and you see uh, you know videos of um, of camps being liberated and people singing Hatikva. Now you know why there were groups of Jews that had these words on their lips because they existed as an anthem for so many decades already. This was not something that was you know conjured up because it looked like a state was about to be formed or a state was recently formed. And I think that's important. Exactly. To, yeah, I think it's important to point out that the Hatikva, uh, the state may be seventy four years old. The Hatikva is much older than that and has a, um, a history 
that is so rich. And uh, it's funny that you point out about, um, you know, Hatikva meaning the hope, and that's the yearning that all of us have, and the yearning that the Jewish people have had for thousands of years to get back to the to the Holy Land, and that uh, the national anthem that, uh, for instance, uh, you cited the one in the United States, our Star-Spangled Banner, has a, uh, a much different type of atmosphere. And I'm reminded about the fact uh, that, and you know this firsthand, uh, that when um, when there are induction ceremonies for the Army of the State of Israel, the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, Tzahal, um, both a both a weapon and a, and a Tanakh are, yes. are are handed to the um, uh, to the young man or young woman who's about to um, uh, take on this role as an officer so in the powerful. in the Israel Defense Forces and. And when you think about that, and again, this is I'm not this is not a criticism of other countries and the way they handle things. But when you think about the balance of that, where if someone mm-hmm. where, where if someone is now a defender, if someone is now a fighter, if someone is now you know it, it, it being inducted, you would think there's only one thing they actually need or one thing that 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 portrays the um, uh, the the fact that they are now a defender of the land, and that obviously would be you know their weapon. Uh, but yeah. no, but no. In that ceremony, uh, they make sure in Israel to hand two things to that young uh, uh, soldier, and that's both a weapon and a Tanakh. Uh, literally, when I was yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, when I was in sixth grade, my Rebbe Rabbi Spivak um, wrote a song, and he, and the theme of the song was my secret weapon, uh, which is going to take us out of Galut, is actually the Tanakh. That's my secret weapon. <laughs> And that's what preserved us all these years. No question about it. Important to remember on this Yom Ha'atzmaut, especially coming off of yesterday, Yom Ha'zikaron, where we commemorated those who have given their lives, so that we can, uh, so we can, we can live. I, I would argue anywhere in the world, but certainly um, as a free people, not free from mitzvot, but free people in the land of Israel. I'm a little baffled by the whole, uh, by the discussion over so many decades about the about the term chafshi, about the term freedom. You know, we finished Pesach, which obviously, you know, we as a people always look at as a holiday of freedom never never as a holiday of freedom from its vote uh, but I guess, right. I guess because of the background of some of the people involved in the formation of the state of Israel, there were some who were skeptical about what they meant by that word. I, I, I think it's a little overblown, I think, frankly. And I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And I do admire those that have tried over the years uh, to make a positive adjustment. I'm assuming that you're familiar with the fact that some people have tried to uh, implement the word kadosh, lihiyotam kadosh biartsenu. Right. And again, even though that didn't really catch on, it's still just j- just the effort and the recognition that there's a higher level of freedom. There's freedom with kedusha, um, right? You know, which of course includes mitzvot. Uh, and I felt that that was um, you know important to point out. I, I may be mistaken, but the word chafshi is not found very much. We use the, more the word chirut, and chafshi right. almost implies freedom from something, which we don't believe in. Just having freedom from something, we believe in having freedom towards being connected to God. Chirut is not just freedom from Mitzrayim, but as we're doing Svirat HaOmer, we're building up to Shavuot, the freedom to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Very good That's point. That. Very good point. Probably why we use the word Chofesh for vacation, because that uh, the, vacation always has, you know, conjures up uh, uh, thoughts of just being, you know, a free-for-all and not having any, any responsibilities or structure. So, <laughs> so maybe that, that's, that's why that word is used. <laughs> There is a little bit of other controversy about Atikva, which is interesting. Well, obviously, the Arabs 
feel that it's not, it doesn't represent them, and they are citizens of Israel, right. and uh, that's that's a bit of controversy. There there are uh, many Eastern uh, Jews who came from Iraq who don't look lefate Mizrach Kadima. They were looking towards the Ma'arav, as, right. as in the Gemara, they refer to Eretz Israel as Ma'aravi as Ma'arav. Um, so that's not some of the. So they're a little bit offended by that as well, and, yeah. and there are people. There are people who uh, there's an Arab judge, for example. He didn't take a knee, but uh, didn't want to sing Hatikvah at a ceremony. It's on, it's on film, really, uh, because he doesn't feel included in Hatikvah. On, on the on the point from the uh, the Eastern communities, um, one of the things that that's always pointed out is how Judaism or Jewish life over the last many centuries really became Western Hemisphere centric. Let's put it that way. So, unfortunately, so, correct. Right. Unfortunately, though, right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, or or just the statement of fact. Uh, it, it is a statement of fact, but it's it's ignoring a, a whole right. That's a true. Whole community, you know, it is ignoring a, a whole community, and in fact, the majority. I think the majority of citizens of Israel are Sephardi. Right. Well, that's a good point. Of Jews in Israel. Right. Um, so that is a uh, that's another thing to consider that there was always this um, uh, affinity um, uh, toward looking at the Holy Land from uh, that person. I mean, just the fact that we always say Mizrach as we refer to you know Correct. the direction that we are um, turning to when it comes to um, etzvilah etc. Uh, the wise guy tour guides. The wise guy tour guides always when you're in Sfat or whatever. They ask, you know, where are we supposed to face? And they want someone to say, well, which way is Mizra? You know, they wait. They, they, they're salivating for that. <laughs> I actually like that. That's a good, a good way. To, it's a good way because if you do it that way, then people will remember it forever, you know. That's correct. You're a teacher. You know. That's, that's probably correct. the best way to communicate it. Rabbi Benji Kramer, um, a rabbi and coordinator of educational technology, Yeshiva Flappish Joel Braverman High School. For us, he is in charge of Meir Me Lim, Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, analyzing the Hebrew language in a segment in memory of our dear friend Mayor Weingarten. And today, if you missed any of this, make sure to go back to the archive and a fantastic analysis and discussion regarding Hatikva, the national anthem of the State of Israel. Rabbi Kramer, to you I say, Mo'adim l'simcha li'gula shlema. Amen. Chag Sameach. And uh, we should all look for the future and hope for the future. And we can always have a better future. Amen. Excellent. All right, Benji Kramer here at JM in the AM. And for those of you who feel that after a segment like that, we need to play the Hatikva, uh, don't worry, it's not the end of the show yet. But here is the uh, Hatikva at JM in the AM.
7 the a.m., the Hatikvah that uh, Rabbi Benji Kramer was just speaking about here on uh, JM in the a.m. as we celebrate 74 years of Israel. Happy birthday, State of Israel, 74 years, and Baruch Hashem going strong. So much to be proud of, as we said earlier, through the words of the Prime Minister. It is a, um, a state that is now as strong as ever, one that has uh, an international reputation for so many positive things, and today's the day to emphasize all of them, no matter what area of life we're referring to. And I thank you for joining us during this Yom Atzimut special here at JM and AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, and uh, whatever messages you have, certainly you can communicate through the app. Congratulations to um, Dvir Chaim uh, and... Um, and... And Hillel. Those are the two uh, young people from Israel, from Tzfat and from Yerushalayim, respectively, who won the International Bible Contest, Chidon Tanach. They are Chatanim, uh, they are champions, co-champions, I guess we'd call it, here in this country. They are co-champions of the Chidon Tanach, the International Bible Contest, on this Yom Hatzma'ut Day. And, um, and there you have it. Don't forget that today is Quizreel. Uh, to benefit Nefesh Benefesh, if you want to be part of the world's largest Jewish trivia game, featuring a whole bunch of incredible celebrities and more with lots of great prizes, etc. It's all happening tonight. You want to register by going to quizreel.com, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. Quizreel.com is the website where you go to register for tonight's big trivia contest. Again, it's quizreel.com, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com for... um, for tonight's big contest, the world's largest Jewish trivia game. It's day 19 in the counting of the Omer, day number 19. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We are observing Yom Atzimut, Israel Independence Day, on the 4th of ER this year. Uh, instead of the uh, 5th, which is the actual uh, day of the Declaration of Independence, uh, because of the proximity to Shabbat. And uh, that, is the, um, that is the reason... That is the reason that uh, that there is a um, Yom Atzmut Mukdam, and earlier in the calendar Yom Atzmut than usual on this Israel Independence Day, and that is something to be that is something to note. Uh, full schedule here at uh, the Nachum Single Network all day long. In fact, um, uh, some of our programming will obviously well, I shouldn't say obviously some of our programming will concentrate on the fact that today is Yom Atzmut. I know that Miriam Al Wallach has prepared a Yom Atzmut music show that's going to start at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on That's Life. So you can catch that. Um, we do have a live lunch exclusive for the Nahum Siegel Network coming up with Yassi Zwag. That will be an a cappella live lunch. I believe Throwback Thursday, and I'll get all the, I'll get all the information from Avrami, uh, who's just back from one of his Yom Atzmut celebrations in Israel. So, uh, But he'll get me the, uh, the info. But I believe our, our Throwback Thursday... Uh, actually goes back to last year's Yom Atzmut special. That was the last time that Mayor Weingarten and I uh, presented the Yom Atzmut special together. I believe that's what you're going to hear at 1 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Uh, or I should say 1 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon. Um, and that, uh, even though it's not a classic, it's not a complete throwback, it's not from years ago, uh, nonetheless, it is, um, uh, I, I believe, something uh, noteworthy. Uh, to listen to, and that'll be the Yom Atzmut special um, coming up. 
at one o'clock Eastern time, uh, a a Yamatsmut special that goes back to uh, last year. So that's the story. Um, we are we're well. Get to Rabbi Goldwasser coming up. More coming up first on a Yamatsmut five seven eight two at JM in the AM. Moshe Dots with Kachol Avan here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin Bissavalevi, the Zechonishmas Esther Basar Bissavalevi. Um, also, I wanted to point out that today is the art site of our dear friend Sadi Aaron Price. So we will dedicate, um, we will dedicate uh, Morning Chizuk to his memory as well. And, um, And yeah, um, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser 
with morning chizuk. In Birchus Samazun, the grace after meals, we give thanks to Hashem for the Eretz Chemda Toivar Chava, the desirable, the good and the spacious land which Hashem gave to our forefathers. The altar of Kelm once noted that a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael is required to bring Bikurim, the first fruits of his crop, each year to the Beis Amikdosh. This is in order to express his gratitude to Hashem. When he brings these Bikurim, he makes a proclamation which relates the history of the Jewish people. He begins with Yaakov's stay in the house of Lavan, continues through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and the redemption from Egypt. The altar points out that in fact, the individual is not only giving thanks for his latest crop, but he's also going back in history to the very beginnings of the Jewish people in order to thank Hashem for all the events that led to his success. Our chain of history is one entire continuum of divinely inspired events. Similarly today, when we recite the Berchus HaMazon and we thank Hashem for the sustenance that we have been provided, it's an auspicious time to thank Hashem as well for all of the chasadim, all the loving kindness that Hashem bestows upon us. It dates back to the time when Hashem gave us the Eretz Chemda Toivo Rochavo. We recognize that the mere fact that we have Eretz Yisrael is an indication of the great divine providence that our people experience each and every day. Our sages tell us that in truth, all the food in the world is blessed from the earth of Eretz Yisrael. The great tzaddik, Rebel Yochum Getzel, was the Rav in Ostrov. He lived in a small room which he rented. The people of the town really wanted to honor him, and they wanted to build a beautiful home for him, but he refused. He said, I don't want to possess a permanent home outside of Eretz Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik.
on Yamat's mode, it's important to keep in mind prophecies that have come true and just how incredible the, uh, the state of Israel is these days. Speak to our ancestors, speak to those from generations past. As much as they believe, they'd still find it hard to believe. It's incredible the time that we live in and the privilege that we have to have the state of Israel. 74th birthday of the state of Israel on this Yom Ha'atzmut, this Israel Independence Day. This year being observed in the 4th of ER. That was Mordechai ben David. Before that, Eitan Freilich with Eretz Yisrael. Yishai Fleischer scheduled to join us coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, Avrami informs me that every show that's, I mean, obviously, except for Throwback Thursday, every show that's uh, on the network today is a brand new show. So uh, keep it here all day long. Uh, there'll be, there will be a couple of uh, Yom HaTzmut-centric programs. Uh, Miriam Wallach will have her um, Yom HaTzmut music show at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on That's Life. And Throwback Thursday will be last year's Yom HaTzmut special with me and Mayor Weingarten. Last year's Yom Ha'atzmaut special is uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time uh, here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Yom Ha'atzmaut greetings from our friends at A&H, world's number one kosher hot dog. After all, today's a day of grilling and celebration at the barbecue. Got to have your A&H hot dogs. Go to kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Not just our hot dogs, but their incredible line of so many delicious meat products. A lot of great items. Uh, I do remind you that our friends at artscroll.com are, uh, have a promo code where you can get free shipping and a great discount every time you use it. And that's promo code radio. You know the rule. Every time you go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. Every time you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio. Um. There's a video that's been going around of um, Harav Yosef Dov Soloveitchik, the Rav, Rav Yosheber Soloveitchik of Blessed Memories, Atzal. Uh, there's a video going around um, from a 1958 shear uh, given on Yom Ha'atzmut, the 10th birthday of the State of Israel. And um, we want to thank the R Publishing YouTube channel, the R O H R Publishing YouTube channel. Thank you, Arnie Lustiger. Has 29 videos of Rabbi Soloveitchik in the original Yiddish with Hebrew and English subtitles. And uh, there are other Yomatzmut related videos on R Publishing as well, aside from the one that I'm going to be quoting in this uh, segment. So a good uh, big thank you to Dr. Arnie Lustiger and. Um, uh, for sending this transcript. And the reason I asked him for the transcript is because there's been a discussion over many years. Uh, Mayor and I discussed it. Uh, it's always been, it's always gotten reaction from the audience about what today is all about. Uh, Yom Ha'atzmut. And, and, what, and, and, and how we view the mitzvah of being in and living in Eretz Yisrael. And the Rav had a, um, a segment of this year that I thought was worth uh, that I thought was worth um, um, reading. Here's what here's here are the words that he said during the shear. And again, I thank Dr. Lustiger for the transcript. To say that Eretz Yisrael is halachically important is as obvious as saying that the Torah has 613 mitzvos. It is so axiomatic that it does not require my reviewing this point. And I would like to say that recently I've read a lot of pur- pur- purported Torah consisting of hot air regarding the settling of the land of Israel. 
whether or not the Rambam counted it as one of his 613 mitzvos. I don't want to go into detail since it's a waste of time. There's no doubt that settling the land of Israel is legally a central idea, a fundamental concept of Judaism. Whether it's counted as one of the 613, like the Ramban, or not counted, it is a central topic in halacha. The fact that it may not be counted among the 613 is no proof at all. For example, the Ramban says the first commandment of Anochi Hashem Lokecha, the fundamental principle of all fundamentals, is not counted as one of the 613 mitzvos, but yet it is foundational. Whether or not something is counted within the 613 is no proof regarding its importance. And I'll tell you the truth, as we are discussing history, that maybe it is better to live in the exile, because in exile we can live in a ghetto, and the ghetto is holy. We can live in accordance. We can live in accordance. Uh, Just one second. We can live in accordance with the religion properly rather than live in Israel where there are free thinkers. I hear these opinions. I'm not dealing with abstract arguments, citing proofs from all over. I think to myself, fools of the world, what do you need to cite all these, what do you need to cite all these proofs? I have the best proof. With all the ghettos from Brooklyn to Johannesburg or Gateshead, as holy as they are, they are not holier than the Levite camp in the desert where Moshe lived. And as much holiness and Torah and prayer that was there. The Levite camp with Aaron and Moshe in the desert was holy, of course. Yet despite the holiness of the Levite camp, the master of all prophets begged, allow me to cross over and see the good land on the other side of the Jordan, the good mountain and the Lebanon. We see that the holy Levite camp does not even approach four cubits in Israel. And if Moshe made such a request, let these tzaddikim stay quiet. But let us not be foolish. Do you want to know what the halacha held regarding the land of Israel? The halacha decreed impurity on land outside of Israel. You know that. A Kohen outside Israel is considered as if he had contacted a dead body. It's not homiletics. The land causes impurity. The air causes impurity. A Kohen shouldn't leave because he will become impure as if he's contacted a dead body. That's how important Eretz Israel is to Jews. And I will tell you the truth. I cannot understand, nor can I conceptualize how Jews have the temerity to choose to live in the exile and protest Eretz Israel. This I cannot understand. Maybe they have greater tzaddikim and greater sages than we have. My inadequate common sense does not understand this. Something else we should not be foolish about when we say that settling the land of Israel is important, we do not mean settlement. I already told a different audience the mitzvah of settling Eretz Israel, as the Ramban explains, involves two parts. First, simply colonizing, aliyah, Jews choosing to live in Eretz Israel, building the land, planting, irrigating, etc. And second, that Jews should have political power in Eretz Israel. This is part of the mitzvah of settling in Eretz Israel. Having a state, that means political power. Political sovereignty is a part of the mitzvah of you shall inherit it and settle it. What does settle mean? It means colonizing. What does you shall inherit mean? What does it mean? You should govern. You should control. And the Ramban uses these words. That we are commanded to settle the land which God gave to our fathers, to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and not to abandon it to the non-Jews. We must not leave it under control of others. So Yishuv Eretz Yisrael does not only mean building colonies. Yishuv Eretz Yisrael means governing in Eretz Yisrael, controlling Eretz Yisrael, having political power and sovereignty. And that is what the state of Israel accomplished. And you know very well, if one were to tell me using his lumdish thumb that Yishuv Eretz Yisrael only, only means colonizing economically, but regarding power, either Nasser can have it or the British, I will tell you another secret. In the Ramban's time, one might have been able to separate colonization from political power. They could have colonized portions of Eretz Yisrael without having control there. But today, this would be impossible. Whoever, whoever does not have political power cannot colonize. If there would no, be no state of Israel, Nasser would not allow one Jew to live there. What happened to the Jewish population of Iraq, one of the most ancient Jewish communities of Egypt? 
And even today, if those who protest in Eretz Yisrael sending telegrams to Churchill is only because there is a state of Israel. Under Nasser, there would have been no possibility. Uh, these are the words of the Rav, Rav Yosef Dov Soloveitchik, on the 10th anniversary of the state of Israel back in 1958. Uh, again, you can go to um, the YouTube channel that I mentioned, um, or publishing, OHR publishing YouTube channel, to see many videos, including other Yomatzmut-related videos. And I want to thank Dr. Arnie Lustiger. I thought that these words of the Rav were so poignant. You know, when someone speaks about the those who govern Israel today and why that's a negative, I think sometimes we need to just stop and understand why all of this is a positive and why it's heading in such a positive direction. Those are the words of the Rav from 1958. JM in the AM. Yishai Fleischer scheduled to join us on this Yom Mode special. Plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
lot of places I've been all around the world Seen a lot of faces Never know where I was On the horizon Ooh, well I know, I know, I know, I know So I'll be rising Back home
try our best to i don't like interrupting naomi shemmer and alcohol Leila. i don't like doing that but uh, we have a special guest with us live by a telephone from israel and america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at alchemsegal.com and the alchemsegal network and of course on the beloved nsn app he's international spokesman for the holy city of hebron he's also uh uh, one of our great friends who uh, always gives us an amazing perspective on days like today and every single day, and that's Ishai Fleischer, who is uh, celebrating the 74th birthday of the State of Israel in Israel, and he is with us live via telephone. Ishai, a pleasure. Chag Sameach, Mo'adim Lusimchali, Gulash Lema. Amen. Reb Nachum, so great to hear from you. So great to hear from you. And I'm right now in Hebron uh, at our uh, Hebron Fund Barbecue. We just um, barbecued with soldiers and with folks from, all, from America and from all over the world. And, and we're on the street here right next to Beit Hadassah and Beit Hashishah. It's actually a gorgeous day in Israel. And, and that's saying something because we've actually had uh, some, some weird weather recently with very dusty air, very dirty air. Today, and, and even yesterday, Yom Zikron was a tough like weather day and it was a tough emotional day. And suddenly today... The skies are clear, the air is perfect, the temperature is perfect, and we just had the very first inaugural flyover of the Israeli, uh, Israeli Air Force over the Maratha Machpelah. So that just happened uh, an, an hour ago. And, uh, you know, it's one of these days, today's the day where we look past all the criticism that we have of our great country uh, and all the issues that we have, and we have issues, but today we look past that and we thank Hashem for the amazing miracle of Kibbutz Galayot, of, of Shivat Zion, of the return to Zion, uh, this, this amazing time that, that we see the land of Israel being rebuilt, and we see the people being fruitful and multiply. I saw a lady today, she was so pregnant, and she was like about to burst, and I was just like, you know, I was just like, this is, this is the Geulah, this is it, you know? <laughs> this so, is the future. <laughs> that's right. That's Yishai, right. Yishai, you look at the context of Jewish history, and I was mentioning earlier in the show how some of us can remember, you know, the 25th celebration, and the 30th, and the 40th, and the 50th. Uh, you also can remember some of the uh, celebrations of yesteryear. Uh, how significant is it that we've made it to 74? How, uh, how, how, how much do people need to realize Realize what kind of bracha, what kind of blessing this is, not just to have the state, which we've been thanking God for for the last 74 years, but to make it to this point. I think that's also a miracle to consider on a day like today. You know, there was an uh, Israeli Knesset member who became a, a kind of journalist. His name is Yinon Magal. And Yinon Magal wrote something yesterday. He said, 
uh, he wrote it on Twitter. He said, if you want to see how bad it is, read the news. And if you want to see how good it is, read history. And I was just like, that is so perfectly true. That is just so perfectly true. Um, Is 74 significant? I think 74 is very significant. First thing right now in the jihadist Islamic world, there is a so-called prophecy that Israel is going to be destroyed in 2022. And... And that's been going around like the Muslim social media, the, the, the jihadist social media, I want to say. And I want to tell you that, like, seeing the country filled with flags, seeing, you know, that even if, even if we're not at our strongest moment right now, we see just such a lively peoplehood, so alive. And so even if our state apparatus is just a shtickle, you know, not at its, like, finest right now, okay, but the people are coming home. The, the main object of the state of Israel is the defense of the Jewish people and the, uh, and the success of the Jewish people and the ingathering of the exiles. And that's what's happening right now. And you can just feel it. It's, it's, um, how can I say, it's just like I said before, it's very future looking. It's very future looking. And 74, I think it tells us, okay, guys, grow up. We're here. This is not like a battle for like just getting here and settling the land and in first steps. It's now the, the stage of, you know, uh, taking the, the, the physical body that's here and, and bringing it to the next level. Partially, I, I would liken it to um, the transition between Mashiach Ben Yosef, which represents the infrastructural creation of a Jewish state in the land of Israel, and then moving it towards a Mashiach Ben David, which is uh, a, a, more, a more Jewish and spiritual and temple consciousness uh, a Yiddishkeit consciousness that fills the the vessel that has been created. So Yish, Yishai, that's where we're at right now. That, that's such an important point. Yishai Fleischer is with us from Israel. Happy Yom Atzmud. Happy Israel Independence Day, everybody. Uh, it's such an important point, especially for those of us who are thousands of miles away and may not realize on a day-to-day basis uh, just how different and how much more positive spiritual life is in Israel. What do you mean by that? What do you mean that you, uh, that you would um, surmise that today there is a spiritual growth that's unprecedented in the history of modern Israel? You know, Nachum, um, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, you and I are in a deeper moment right now. And, and I know that you personally have gone through a lot of issues uh, that uh, I think everybody knows about to, with your studio and stuff. And all of us have these issues that, uh, that, that, are, that, are, that are bubbling up inside and, 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 you know, they demand, you know, kind of depth. And so I'm going to answer you in a deep way. I, I think that, I think that, God made it that the state would start with secular folks. Uh, and um, the deep reason, I think, is because the Jewish people, we have lost, we had lost a certain quality that needed to be regained. That quality is the quality of action. We became a people of the book. And we needed to become a people of building a state and having an army and, and running a country. And in order to do that, we needed to have a characteristic trait that had been bred out. And that characteristic trait was the trait of action. And so that, the characteristic trait of action, of getting stuff done, building a state, was bred in by the secular Jews. But now that role has been mostly completed. We have all accepted that, that action is part of, and I mean by action, I mean everything about building an actual physical state that has been achieved. Now it's time to bring in spirituality into it. And so here I am in Hebron, and I see Chabad of Hebron working with us with the beautiful soldiers. 
I see Judaism becoming a more central. I'm, I'm on the radio right now. My my son is asking me. I, I see I see Yiddishkeit becoming. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see my, my I, I see the country yearning to be like. Well, okay. Now that we're here, and now that we are no longer under total persecution, although we still face plenty of persecution. So let me not mis- misstate that. But now that we've achieved a certain level of like prosperity and physical safety, now what? And so, so, so there's a yearning now to come back to Yiddishkeit, and so, and 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 you see that also with the and I and I'm very grateful for your relationship on this issue, which is the Temple Mount issue. You see a yearning for the Temple Mount. You see also how the haters want to stop our progress on the Temple Mount. Um, but it's more that the Temple Mount is representative, and there's very various wings of of Yiddishkeit that are that are that are trying to kind of expand outward. If it, or Breslov, if it's if it's the idea of religious Zionism, if it's the Haredism, you know the, the the Torah world, they're all there's there's a how should I say there's a forward momentum right now, and there's also somebody said to me I was in a in a Kirov class about Kirov, and he said to me he said to us Tel Aviv is the most spiritual city in Israel. Why? Because it's yearning, it's yearning, it's certain. You saw you there. Uh, we're trying to reconnect with Ishai. Oh, there he is. Go ahead. Uh, did, I, did I lose you? Or, or yes, you, you were just telling us why Tel Aviv yeah. is the most spiritual city. Yeah. Yeah, because it's yearning. And because it wants to do... It, right now it does yoga in the park, but soon it's going to start doing Shmona Esra and yoga in the park. And then it'll do... You know, it's like... It, it's like searching for, for meaning. Why are we here? Why is, is there a God? Did he bring us back to this land? Are the prophecies really true? Who is Abraham? And I see it here in Hebron all the time. We have constant stream of just open-eyed, uh, 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 searching Jews. And so, um, so that's the next stage. And for me, uh, one of the things that, 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 that we work on in Hebron, myself personally, is a greater Tanakh consciousness, to bring Tanakh and the stories of the Tanakh, the stories of Sefer Bereshit, out more. Um, and that's what Hebron is here to do, I think, uh, more than just holding on to the land. I think Hebron is a great example. Here's a place that's all about holding on to the land, but now it's time to use Hebron as a teaching tool to teach about Sefer Bereshit. What is his way? Uh, and we need to ask a question, like, like what is... What is the path of Abraham? Who is Sarah? What is what do they contribute to this world? And so that's that's the moment that we're living in, and I think it's very exciting. But I'll tell you, all that stuff that I just said is true. But today on Yomat's Mood, there's a kind of simplicity out there. There's a kind of wonderment, a simplicity, a kind of like like zetov. Like there's just a feeling out there today. I can tell you, I was in Yerushalayim this morning at Nefesh Benefesh at the first. Uh, what was it called? The first Torah uh, Eretz Israel conference, and I spoke there. Then I flew down here to Hebron, and I just see the soldiers and the people, and it just how should I say Amcha Israel? Amcha Israel is alive today. So the the deep questions are there, and yet and yet there's still something like there's a kind of like It's like it's it's simple. It's pshita. You know, let's let's find let's find ways to, to to be like let's. I give people. I say I give people permission to be wowed. Let's be wowed today. Let's allow ourselves to be wowed today. And you, and you do that so well, Nachum. You you allow people. You give people the permission to be wowed. Uh, and and that's what people need. We we are sometimes a little a little stoic 
a little a little stale. We gotta we gotta be like uh, we are alive. Am Yisrael Chai, Eretz Yisrael Chai, against all odds. So that's what that's what it's about. On the one hand, there's a depth. On the other hand, it's like a child born today. It's like I'm born today. I'm just ish ish yulad by it says. Every person is born there today. Everybody around the world, everybody who's listening to the Nacham Siegel Show today, should say, "I was born in Yerushalayim." I'm yeah. born in Shana. I'm reborn today. You know, it's funny. One of the concerns uh, that I've heard for decades is that as we get into the generations that uh, did, did not experience, you know, the world without a state of Israel, the world without sovereignty over Jerusalem, etc., uh, it would be more difficult for those generations to hold on uh, to um, uh, to those, you know, to, to those, to hold on to the state, to hold on to, to what we have and what, and what often gets taken for granted down the road. It's sounds from the way you're speaking that uh, just the opposite is happening, that there's a, a, an awakening or a reawakening to the point where we don't have to be concerned that those who grew up without a state of Israel, that those who grew up with a state of Israel, um, uh, you know, underappreciated or take it for granted. Is that, a, is that a safe assumption on my part? I think that that is what I'm trying to say. That doesn't come cheaply. It doesn't come easily. We still have to always educate. We constantly have to educate. Uh, and that's, if you think about it, that's like the, one, of the, one of the core Jewish values, education. Um, and so we, are, we do have to educate young people. There are forces that want to educate them towards meaninglessness, towards, towards uh, you know, a kind of hyper-progressivism where they're all about. Like I get these American young people uh, groups from time to time that are on the liberal side of things. Let's call it even the progressive side. And all they do for an hour is ask me about Palestine. And I'm like, guys, snap out of it. Like, we can't just be talking about Palestine for an hour, Palestinians. We've got to talk about Israel, our project. And that wakes them up sometimes. But the average Israeli, I see it in the streets, in, in, in Hebron and Yerushalayim and everywhere. Today is the day of, um, it's Matok. It's Matok. And, and, and don't sweet. forget, Nachum, we, 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 yeah, it's sweet. But I want to say to you, Nachum, don't forget... We did have 15, 15 murders yep. in the last month. Yep. 15 jihadist murders, terrorist murders. <clears throat> so it's not like there's not enough things to remind us about what's going on. Right? Well, there's plenty of things to remind us. But, um, but yes, because of the Yiddishkeit, because of this, there is a sense of awe. And of and of and of wonderment. Listen, it's a mixed bag. It's a it's a complex Jewish society. It's like the Book of Talmud. It's like it's got this side and this side and this side and this side. But but the overall, some somebody once told me a, a rabbi, a Rabbi Yaakov told me one time that the reason that in Jewish history, history is written by prophets is because it's very hard to identify what the central message of a generation is, what the central flow of a generation is. Only a prophet can really see how God sees this generation. So I'm not a prophet, but I can tell you that my heart, I see that there is this passion for it. There is an awakening. I'm not like out here cheering by myself. I'm like surrounded by by Am Yisrael, and I'm, and this are the ultra orthodox Jews and Ashkenazi Jews and Sephardi Jews and this kind of Jews. We're all we're all in something something amazing. And how could it not be amazing? Because B'sefoshal Davar, really, in the end of the day, the return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel is revelation. That's what the Gemara says in the end of Ketubot. It says at the end of the day, when you see the land of Israel flourishing, that is revelation. That is God's presence in in our life. Um, so that's what's happening right now. I hope that I was able to, 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 to incorporate all the, the various emotions that we have today into, into one incohesive package. 
But I just, I do want to wish you a big l'chaim, and I'm going to have a piece of uh, uh, barbecue, uh, and I'm going to do it in your honor. Nachum, and I also want to pray, Nachum, for your personal uh, success. I know that you've gone through a big pain with the loss of your um, studio. It should be a total taken for you. It should be, a, 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 like, you should feel totally reborn through this. The most important thing is your voice, and the other things are just physical things, as we say, a pach nishbar, v'anachnu nimlatnu, you know, the, 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 the stuff may have been broken, but we are alive. And the most important thing is that you're alive and that your voice is out there and you're the voice of millions of people. And I just want to give you a big yeshikach and really like throw it, let it all go and be reborn. And maybe it's time to, to, to move your show out here. We'd love to, we'd love to be, uh, the, you know, Eretz Yisrael would love to have the, the Nachum Siegel show uh, be, be, be its host. Uh, with that, Nachum, I really want to bless you, but I also have to ask your permission for leave. Um, I have to say goodbye to some guests here at our barbecue at the Chevron Fund. And, uh, and just blessings for everybody to be besimcha today and to, to really see the revelation of God in our time. Enjoy Yishai. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Toda. Yishai Fleischer, enhancing our, uh, our Yom Ha'atzmut here at JM in the AM. It's our Yom Ha'atzmut special. Today is the 74th birthday of the state of Israel, and we are celebrating together with music and more. It's funny because um, often you think that things stay the same and that they're similar to uh, the way they were for all these years. And if you listen to what Yishai said and, and, and juxtapose it with some of the things we've said on the air, I don't know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, it is so different now. There's so much more. So many wonderful positive things. There are always positive things, but so many new positive things to um, to highlight. And the points that he made are so vital, so critical to the future of the Jewish people, because the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And that's something that we have to keep in mind, and we have to internalize no matter where we are in the diaspora. But those of us here and in the, in the uh, United States of America, I think, are starting to feel it more and more. And it's something we need to uh, remember. Plenty coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. At 9 o'clock this morning, it'll be uh, Charlie Harari discussing Yom Ha'atzmut, Israel Independence Day. Michael Fragan with the latest political news at 9.30 on Spin Class. Nissim Black on his HBO Max show with Allison Josephs at 10 a.m. on Jew in the City Speaks. Miriam Alwalek and her favorite songs for Yom Ha'atzmut on That's Life at 10.30. At 11 a.m., it's our live lunch with Yossi Zweig. That'll be a cappella style. And then the throwback Thursday at 1 o'clock is the last JM in the AM Yom Ha'atzmut celebration special that I did with Mayor Weingarten, which was last year. And you get an opportunity to hear that at 1 o'clock Eastern time this afternoon. Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman coming up at 10 o'clock tonight. A brief discussion about the Torah portion of the week with Tani Gutterman. And um, tomorrow, of course, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll join us for the weekly update tomorrow here at JM and AM now in its entirety, as we promised, this amazing classic on a Yomatz Mood. Happy 74th birthday to the state of Israel here at JM and the AM.
Dvash with that classic. You heard Sam Glazer's In Israel, and of course, Naomi Shemer, Alkol Eilet. It's Yom Atzmut. We're celebrating the 74 years, 74 years, the birthday of the state of Israel on the 5th of ER. Today's the 4th of ER, uh, celebrating a day early because of the proximity to Shabbat, which is something I wanted to point out earlier with our guests, and I neglected to do so, but I did say it earlier um, on the air that um, uh, the state of Israel in deference to Shabbat, moves the celebration. Uh, as much as people complain that it's a secular government and led by secular Jews, I think sometimes you have to look at the positive of what's being done and in the spirit of what's being done, uh, the spirit in which it's being done in Israel. Uh, and Yom it's a good day to appreciate that, a good day to uh, think about it, and a good day to analyze it. Quiz Reel is coming up later on. Those of you who want to be part of the world's largest Jewish trivia game, Quizreel, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. That's where you go, the website you go to to register. 
And you can be part of that tonight, quizreel.com, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. Uh, Benefits Nefesh Benefesh, world's largest uh, Jewish trivia game with uh, amazing celebrities and amazing prizes all included in the presentation. Big thank you to all the sponsors, including El Al and Turo University, and uh, all the sponsors that are part of it. And uh, that happens uh, later tonight. And if you want to be part of it, which you should, register now by going to quizreel.com, Q-U-I-Z-R-A-E-L.com. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Full schedule, of course. As we said, some of our shows are actually Yomatsmud centric uh, Charlie Harari at 9 a.m. with a dis- discussion about Yomatsmud at 10.30. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Yomatsmud favorite selections. A song uh, selection show between uh, 10.30 and 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Throwback Thursday is certainly Yamatsmut centric It is a replay of last year's Yamatsmut special, the final one that I did with uh, Mayor Weingarten. Uh, that's happening between 1 and 4 Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Don't forget, we have, a, we have many wonderful additions to our schedule. Um, the Thursday Live Lunch is now hosted by Yossi Zweig. Catch it today, 11 until 1. Tani Gutterman. With Tani Talks and Tani on the Parsha, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday night. To catch that tonight as well. Um, as we continue to add wonderful programming to our network, take advantage of the fact and um, get into our new shows, the new hosts, and the new presentations. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, someone asked earlier on the app about the uh, transcript. Um, I think we can get you a transcript of the, uh, we're not going to post it, but I think we can get you a transcript of the Rub's words that I read earlier. Uh, just email, uh, nachum at nachumsegal.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegal, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com, and we'll try to do that uh, within the next 24 hours or so. Also, a um, shout-out to Yosef Mutterpearl. Uh, today we um, are broadcasting from our Manhattan makeshift studio. And the Israeli flag that Yosef Mutterpool sent us is with us. I, um, I remember that uh, he made a commitment to replace the flag that uh, burned in our fire, and he replaced it with the one that we went to pay tribute to after he was flying it on Yamatsbut, much to the chagrin of some of his neighbors in New Jersey. So thank you, Yosef Mutterpool, from all of us here at JM and the AM. More coming up. It's our Yamatsbut special at JM and the AM.
p.m. and the a.m. That's Diaspora. Uvoa Ovdim. Yeah, talk about uh, prophecies. Talk about uh, celebrating 74 years of the state of Israel. Looking back at Jewish history at the the yearning that people had and the hope that people had, and we get to experience all of this. It's just unbelievable. Uh, Dan Nichols had Im Tirtzu, Avinu done by Natanel Hirschstick, the great cantor. Harvarim had Havanagila. I could hear Mayer in my head. <laughs> I could hear Mayer uh, saying to me, what happened? A hockey game broke, broke out? He would always say that when uh, we would play Havanagila. Uh, Hallelujah done by uh, Halavu Dvash and Sam Glazers in Israel. To open up that set as we celebrate 74 years here at JM in the AM. I want to thank uh, Yishai Fleischer. I want to thank um, Benji Kramer. Um, what is this? My town won't make blue and white cookies. Oh, well. Yeah, well. Not everybody feels the same way that we feel about Yom Atzmut, Israel Independence Day. Uh, but uh, at least at least we hope that at this point people are understanding the need to, at the minimum, acknowledge that something very important in modern Jewish history happened on this day, on the 5th of the year. I know today's the 4th of the year, but you know what I mean. Day 19, the counting of the Omer. If you got to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Um... Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline, seven forty a.m. Eastern time for the for the uh, weekly update. Quizreel takes place later tonight. If you haven't registered yet to participate in the world's largest Jewish trivia game, go to quizreel.com. Q U I Z R A E L dot com. Full schedule today, as we said, including uh, Charlie Harari on Yamat Smut coming up at nine o'clock. Michael Fragan with the latest political news at nine thirty. Allison Joseph speaks to Nisim Black at 10 a.m. on Jew in the City Speaks. Mary Wallach with her favorite songs for Yomat's Mood at 10.30 on That's Life. Thursday Live Lunch, brand new with Yossi Zwag, a cappella style. Throwback Thursday is my last Yomat's Mood special with Mayor Weingarten from last year. That's between 1 and 4 later today, Eastern Time. And Tani Talks Parsha, Tani Gutterman at 10 o'clock tonight with his discussion of the Torah portion. Wrapping things up with the footsteps and Lech Lecha, JM in the AM.
footsteps here at JM and the AM with Lech Lecha. Thanks for listening to our Yom Atzmot special, everybody. Achim Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AchimSegal.com and the AchimSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up our uh, Israel Independence Day 74th birthday celebration. And thank you so much for being part of it. Much appreciated. Plenty coming up. Charlie Harari's next on the topic of Yomat's Mood. And a great Thursday lineup uh, is on the way as we outlined earlier. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.